I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Aaron. Today on the show, Discord bans Wall Street bets. We find out what is in Mark Cuban's Ethereum wallet, and we talk to Danelle Dixon, the CEO of Stellar Development Foundation, coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the show. Today is Thursday, January 28th, 2021. I'm kind of giggling because of this whole GameStop thing. It's just it's just an amazing conversation to be had. I, we're not going to go too much in the conversation, but we have a lot of news coming out about this I guess phenomenon, this phenomenon of organizing online and retail investors taking on big banks, big institutions, and career professional investors. Is well, we'll get into that news in a minute. But first, the crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And I'm recording this at 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is in at thirty-two thousand three hundred ninety-four dollars and twenty-three cents, up five point five percent from yesterday. Ethereum. $1,346.13, up 3.85%. Litecoin, $131.07, up 3.7%. Chainlink, $23.76, up 9.5%. And XRP, $0.26.4, cents, up 3.4%. Total market cap, we're sitting at $958.5 billion, that's up 5.6%, with a BTC dominance of 62.7%. There is more and more payment infrastructure being built on blockchain tech. And here to talk about how Stellar is using their tech to build the infrastructure for payments is Danelle Dixon, the CEO of the Stellar Development Foundation. Enjoy this conversation. Danelle, welcome back to the show. Thank you. It's really great to be here. And you're back on the show because I just heard about the $5 million enterprise fund investment in Wire. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, we're super excited about it. So we have the Enterprise Fund, which we created in 2019. This is our first investment of the year. It's $5 million into Wire, who, which is a company that's been around for a while. Since 2013, they've actually um, executed more than $5 billion in transactions, which that told us that bringing that kind of volume to the Stellar Network and to create this like crypto to fiat on-ramp uh, for users, business users and enterprises is a phenomenal way to supercharge the network. So what is that $5 million going to be used for? And how is it going to um, supercharge a network? And how is it going to work with Wire since they've already been so established? So Wire is going to be able to leverage the anchor network on uh, uh, Stellar to be able to bridge and open corridors and to even make their business stronger because they can do it faster and easier on the blockchain uh, to be able to get the money from the U.S., for example, to Mexico or the U.S. to Argentina or the U.S. to Nigeria. So they can open up their, they have these phenomenal APIs that they already have in existence that now they can actually leverage for this kind of an on-ramp to, to grow corridors, to grow 
their business to have more opportunities for their uh, enterprise users and their business users to be able to expand their markets too. So it's just a pretty great way to bring more power to the Anchor Network and to allow uh, a lot more volume onto the network itself. What is the Anchor Network? So the Anchor Network is the Stellar, the financial institutions that are on, that work as on, on and off ramps on Stellar. So basically they're the businesses that sometimes they issue assets, uh, like the USD token, for example, USDC will actually be live on Stellar uh, soon. And that's an example. Oh, wow. And so this actually wire is actually going to be able to bring that, that USDC token to all of these different businesses that it ha already has relationships with and to leverage other anchors on the network that also have other tokens like a Euro token or a Naira token or whatever, so that they can connect them up and do easy trades. And you also mentioned a word there that I also don't know too much about. You said that Wire will be able to open and close corridors a lot easier and faster. Can you explain that a little bit? So what I meant by that is that right now, that because they don't have to have, they don't have to be a financial institution or have banking relationships on both sides of the transaction using the network, because you can rely on these other financial institutions, you can have corridors that you might not have had. So those are corridors where money's traveling. So if you think about money traveling from the US to Mexico, that's a corridor. And you can expand that corridor on Stellar using the anchors that exist on Stellar, but also using bringing Wire's business to that. So using Wire's APIs to be able to get there. So now you can have corridors wherever there are anchors in the network. So if you think about the US to Naira, the US to Nigeria or the Euro, um, and you can just open up these different financial corridors for all of the business users that rely on their APIs. Okay, so I'm just gonna have to try to summarize this in like 20 seconds to see if I got it, because I know if I got it, then the listeners probably have it. Wire transactions, $5 billion in funds, they're already doing this, but they're not able to transact in a fast, efficient manner because it's just traditional systems. And now these corridors and the stellar anchor network is going to be able to move money to different places faster, more efficiently and cheaper. And they're going to start using it. And you guys invested into their infrastructure to help them build up. That's right. Well, I can't believe I just got it. Thank <laughs> you very much, teacher. <laughs> Danelle nice. Dixon, CEO of the Stellar Development Foundation. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Thanks so much for having me. Take care. And another news. The Wall Street bets and GameStop situation that's happening right now, I think is going to fuel months, if not years, of debate about freedom of speech, about freedom of gathering and organizing, about what social media means, about collective investing, bargaining, organizing. These little things right here that are happening right now are going to do two things, in my opinion. Change social media and push everybody to decentralize social media or decentralized platforms as well as make people really think about Bitcoin and investing and the operation and the mechanics and the machine behind all of that because of how I'm going to explain in these next three related articles. The first one is Discord bans Wall Street Bets. Wall Street Bets is the group that pushed GameStop stock up. Its server has been banned on Discord for hosting hateful and discriminatory content. Discord says this has nothing to do with the market manipulation. At the same time, Wall Street's Bet's Telegram group gets 40,000 new members in 24 hours. This is an unofficial Wall Street Bet's Telegram channel, and it's been set up in case those Reddit and Discord channels get censored. Well, as we just saw, Discord censored or banned Wall Street Bet's on their platform. We're just trying to see, and we're waiting to see what Reddit does. Reddit has announced that they're going to be partnering with Ethereum. 
And Reddit has always been pretty progressive on allowing as much content or as much freedom on their platform to have a back and forth as possible. Basically, Reddit has its own rooms or chat groups and the rooms kind of manage or govern themselves so it's almost like you can do whatever you want if you're within the room's personal rules so i don't see wall street bets getting banned from reddit unless they're probably banned right now and this is going to be out of date by the time i put this content up but you never know they could get pressured by wall street or the government and they might have to take it down or else it threatens their business And the final part of the story I have today on this ongoing upcoming conversation we're having about what it means to have freedom of finance. The crypto community is furious at Robinhood for stopping GameSpot's buys. So basically what it means is you cannot buy GME or GameSpot on Robinhood anymore. You can only sell your positions. Why? Because they don't want you to drive up the price anymore. They want you to sell to drive the price lower. And a lot of people in the crypto community is very critical of this, saying that this is an advertisement for decentralized finance. Even people who are not in crypto, maybe who didn't have strong enough hands to hodl their Bitcoin, Dave Portnoy at Stool Presidente, he said, I will burn Robinhood app to the ground if they shut down free market trading. Oh, Dave, it looks like they just did. Skybridge Capital CEO and former Trump ally Anthony Scaramucci has been praising the recent GameStop rally. In a webinar, Skybridge COO Brett Messing said the firm actually lost money through its exposure to hard-hit short seller Melvin Capital. Messing characterized the short squeeze as decentralization epitomized. The overwhelming majority of crypto holders are confident in digital assets, according to the latest survey by Binance Research. 97% of crypto hodlers have near-unanimous confidence in crypto, while more than half, or 52%, do not consider crypto investing a hobby, while 15% of users consider crypto as their primary source of income. Apart from investment opportunities, distrust of the current financial system is what drives people toward digital assets. If you're ever curious about what Mark Cuban holds, well, here it is. A lot of ERC-20 shit coins and $130 in Bitcoin. I mean, that's not that much for a billionaire. So his wallet basically has open government's token, Hive, Mask, and that's basically it. The total worth of his Ethereum ERC-20 wallet and shit coins, about a half an F. And finally, cryptocurrencies are dramatically undervalued compared to other stores of value, says Eric Peters, the CEO at One River Asset Management. He also noticed that the company has been anticipating the late cycle activity we are seeing today. The coronavirus pandemic became the perfect driver that boosted cryptocurrencies, he added. Something I want you to listen to or watch. I want you to watch Plan B's interview, which is at 100 trillion USD on Twitter. His interview with John Veyes. At around 29.55, he dropped some bombs about how he thinks that the market is going to go. He thinks the total market cap for Bitcoin by the end of 2021 will be $5 trillion. And this is using his stock-to-flow model. The link is in the show notes. Worth your time to click on it and at least start at, say, 25 minutes and listen for about 20 minutes. Very good stuff. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Aaron. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. Until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.